0: locked on podcast network i am your host adam danker how's everybody doing happy late wednesday night another late night edition of locked on lightning coming at you this is a post-game reaction episode uh we haven't done too many of these as we did last year but i definitely want to get back into doing those um and we'll get into that in just a little bit we'll talk about tonight's game of course in which the lightning fell to the florida panthers uh in in just a very tough game to watch for lightning fans and i'll explain in just a little bit but i just want to remind you that please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast uh go ahead and give us a, a a five-star review and a uh i guess a good rating or review or whatever you want to call it give us a good comment uh if you do enjoy this and of course Follow us on all our social media platforms on Instagram at Locked on underscore Lightning as well as Twitter, LO underscore Lightning. And, of course, give me a follow, last but not least, at AP Danker, D-E-N-K-E-R uh, on Twitter. So if you're listening to this and you watched last night's game or tonight's game as I'm recording this, like I said, right after the game, uh, the Lightning fell 5-2 in this one to the Florida Panthers, and I'm going to have to come out and start off the, the reaction and, and really put myself in check with this. Um, I have to say that really uh, what it comes down to, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that, that felt this way going into this matchup, and we'll see more about it on tomorrow's episode when I have a special guest if you don't know who I'm talking about. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, go ahead. I do kind of I do kind of tease it. Um, I actually just say their name, special guest, and I'll say it at the end of today's show as well. But I did not expect Florida to play this well. Uh, despite their record of of seven one and two going into this game. I still was in the mindset of, well, yeah, they, they have a good record. And if you look at their schedule thus far in the season, they have been tested. I, I wouldn't say immensely. Maybe not on the same level as the Lightning, and I and I am truly saying that without being biased. Uh, but if if you know they really, if you look at the schedule um, with the Florida Panthers, what they've faced up this up until this year, really, their only loss. Um, you know the the really only big loss in which you know you wouldn't have a, wouldn't have been too, too surprised was a shootout uh, loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets in, at the end of January. Other than that, they have really for the most part just been playing the Blackhawks, the 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 Red Wings and the Predators uh, mostly up into this point, and really their only other their loss in regulation. Uh, was to Detroit, uh, a 4-1 loss this past Sunday. But, so that is why I came into this game thinking they haven't really been tested. And if you were maybe following along the game on Twitter and you saw me tweeting out here and there throughout the game, um, and I will be trying to tweet out more uh, throughout the game as we go on, obviously, in the season. But... The Panthers wasted no time showing the Tampa Bay Lightning that they were ready to play tonight. That they are as good as their record suggests, um, scoring a goal very early on, only 8:56 into the first period, uh, goal by Frank Vetrano. And I, I did kind of uh, preview this game in the last episode by saying, I looked at at Florida. As really the th- the three main parts to this team, the most important team, are Sergei Bobrovsky, Aaron Ekblad, and Alexander Barkov. And I am... The reason why, you know, this goes back to me saying moments ago that I'm going to put myself in check, is that... And I'm not saying the Lightning did this, but... I wouldn't be surprised, and I haven't looked at the post-game interviews just yet. But I wouldn't be too surprised if Coach Cooper came out and said that, not that they really took this team lightly, but that they uh, maybe overlooked them to a certain extent. Now, obviously, there there's other things and variables that go into what, Happened in this game and one of the big story that was coming into this game <clears throat> excuse me was Steven Stamkos staying uh not being in this game, being day to day before the game, uh, with a lower body injury. Now that I mean lightning fans could do two things with that information. They could say, well, you know, maybe that's Stamkos hurt himself or dinged himself up in the last game. And the coaching staff isn't going to take a chance with him right now. Uh, they're not going to try and push him to try and play through an injury. Where the team is has made you know at that point in time before the game, they came into this game three points ahead of Florida. Um, and and if you're going to rest the guy uh, at any points in the season, you know right now, especially with the nature of the schedule now, and especially at the end of the last maybe week or so before the playoffs, uh, those are the two times that. I think the lightning could live without it as long as, you know, they are in the shape that where they are now. Um, But man, Florida is good. They are real good. And Tampa got their first real challenge of the, of the season. Now, yes, uh, a week or so ago, we were here on the show talking about how the lightning got their first test of the season against Columbus. But when they ran into that Columbus team, <clears throat> Columbus was in, in, in some, they're on some level, they were in disarray. I mean, really, the, the big story surrounding that team was the fact that, um, that, that the whole Luc Dubois situation was going on, uh, there. And, and really, Columbus didn't have their top scorer on, on the ice with them. Yes, they have, uh, Borkstrand and, you know, uh, a couple other guys that, you know, are supporting key players, but Dubois was really the guy there. And now he's obviously uh, been shipped out to Winnipeg and now they have Patrick lining and now things are going on there, but Florida might be the team and, and that might be a pain in the butt for this lightning team all season. They had the thing that impressed me most. And it, and it's not so much the lightning played bad in this game, which they didn't. I thought on any other night, given the circumstances that they were in. uh, I thought Vasilevsky played well. One of those goals that he gave up uh, was really, it it went off a a lightning player in front. Um, I believe it went off, I don't think it was Hedman. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it went off a a lightning player in front. Uh, So I I guess really you could look at this at at, at the perspective that Really, the Lightning lost this game and also not counting the empty and enter because really the game was over by then and that was just really just icing on the cake for the Florida Panthers at that point in time. The Lightning really lost this game 3-1, 3-2, excuse me. And for as well as Florida played because they came out with a game plan, they were going to take it to the Lightning really early on, be really aggressive on both sides of the puck be uh, not be afraid and they proved the point very early on because the thing that we've seen since day one that we have talked about here probably beaten to death on the show is that a lot of teams in the NHL for the most part cannot skate with the Tampa Bay Lightning and that is the Tampa Bay Lightning's bread and butter. Now It seems like now, and, and I apologize as I'm clearing my throat a lot right now, but, I mean, uh, as some of you know, I'm up here in New York and it's cold and just, it's terrible weather up here, so I think I'm getting something, but I'll be fine. Regardless, uh, back to my point. So, a lot of teams sometimes might be weary of trying to skate up and down the ice with the lightning because, I mean, we, we, if you've been, if you've been a fan of this team for a long time now, You know that this team is not only fast, but they could go up and down the ice endlessly. They are just one of the best conditioned teams in the league. So we'll we'll see teams maybe sometimes come out and try and do that, attempt to do that. and It will work for maybe half a period, most, or maybe a period, depending on the team. But then, of course, those teams do get worn down, and the Lightning just have this never-ending engine that you see every single player from top to bottom can can skate up and down the ice very well and execute very well on, on the rush and this was the first time that i could really remember where probably maybe since a couple of instances in the Stanley Cup playoffs where maybe we had the islanders were kind of doing it here and there not as consistent as we saw in this game uh the boston bruins they could hold their own here and there. Last year's team. I don't know about this year's team. Uh, the uh, I still haven't seen enough from them to really make a, uh, a verdict on how I feel about them. But we'll talk about that more down the line. But the Florida Panthers really matched the Tampa Bay Lightning stride for stride. And I really don't want to make excuses. Like I said just a moment ago, I don't think this what this game, this loss wasn't so much... As the lightning making excuses, they or uh, making mistakes. They really, I mean, yes, there was a couple of mistakes here and there, uh, but nothing really too big. Regular mistakes that are made throughout the course of a game. Um, but really, this game, what it came down to, and this is why I keep, I'm, I'm trying to hammer this home with all of all, all of you, my listeners, is that Florida is good. And that's really all we could say about it. Florida, like I said, they match the Lightning stride for stride, shot for shot in this game. And, you know, like we've said sometimes on the show, that sometimes you're the hook and sometimes you're the fish. And tonight, uh, the the Lightning were the bait on the hook. And you know what? I ex- fully expect them to bounce back tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to come up big Going down the stretch, uh, depending on how long the Stamkos injury does turn out to be for, uh, and we'll talk about that. We'll 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 talk about that in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on, and they're happy to hear about us, box, so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right and we're back so uh i do want to talk because i'm sure a lot of lightning fans are interested about this now as to the extent of steven Stamkos' lower body injury i haven't heard anything yet um it could have been something as easily as him getting dinged up um and, and that's that. Uh, I mean, it's a lower body injury, so they're obviously not going to give us all the information. Uh, and and really, you know, the only people that know what's going on is Stamkos and the team. But I wouldn't worry too much about it. I, I he is having an absolutely incredible season, and I don't. F- he has worked hard on his body in the off season, and I and I really think that. Whatever this is, it's just they're holding him out for precautionary reasons. I would expect him to maybe miss maybe one more game, and then we should see him back later in the week against the third game at least against uh, Florida, maybe at least on Monday. But uh, at least this is happening now instead of later later on the season, whatever the case may be. But having said that, now, let's play the hypothetical game. Who needs to step up on this team? Now, if you're asking yourself this question, really, tonight's game against the Florida Panthers should have given you the answer as to who would have stepped up or who should step up if we should see ourselves in a situation where Stephen Stamkos is out for an extended period of time. Now, I, I think the easy answer there. And the most reasonable answer is Braden Point, and it's based off of last postseason, just based off of how he has progressed over the years, and based off of what ha- transpired in today's game, uh, Braden Point. I and I tweeted it <laughs> probably seconds before it happened, which I'm always proud of myself when I hear when I when I see things like that, but braden point if there was ever a time tonight for him to show up now i obviously you know this we're, we're still very early on in the season we're we're only 12 games in but at the end of the day um you what this is the positive that you could take away from this game even though the lightning did lose is that braden point showed up when his team needed him most you know there's going to be games in which the lightning aren't going to have a whole lot going. They're going to need a fire starter. They're going to need someone to really set the spark to this offense. And yeah, it, it's great, especially when you have a guy like Nikita Kucherov who's going to be out for the foreseeable for the long foreseeable future, probably until the playoffs. Uh, and you have a guy, sit, <laughs> I mean, who is one of the best players of his generation in Steven Stamkos. Uh, you know, right there for you, and who is as talented as he is, uh, getting off to the start as he is great to have that guy now not a lot of teams as you probably are aware of in the national hockey league don't have that third guy to come in and really take control of the team well the lightning do and they have brayden point who up until this game coming into this game was tied with steven stamkos for the most points uh on the team so really brayden point coming in uh seeing that his team needed him uh, um and really doing a very good job Scored two power play goals tonight, by the way, and you know, usually we see power play goals come in bunches from Steven Stamkos, but uh, it was it was great seeing him, especially on that first goal in which he, he took it into the zone and and he really wove through traffic there. Uh, really seeing him taking control of the game there and trying to get his team started. That's something that Lightning fans should really take a positive. Uh, out of this game from. And and really, you know, I and I was actually going to tweet out at one point during the game, sort of before this, actually early on, because I have been seeing, I wouldn't call it a trend, but I've been seeing moments, long moments where I feel like, and we we've, were more accustomed to seeing this from Nikita Kucherov, is that I would like to see going forward, especially now, the fact that, you know, like I said, Steven Stamkos could come back on the next game on Saturday. He could come back on Monday. Or, you know, this this injury might be more serious than what we think it is. Now, if that's the case, yes, we'll be on here and we'll talk about it. But Braden Point needs to start getting into the swing of taking control of the game. Sometimes going on on that kind of run that we see Nikita, Nikita Kucherov has done in the playoffs as well, the regular season, taking the puck for at the blue line through the neutral zone into the zone and just trying to do it all by himself. Now I'm not saying that on every rush. Absolutely not because that's just the recipe for disaster. I mean, look at Washington, look at Chicago. They have players on that teams on those teams that do that on a daily, nightly basis. And really it doesn't work out for them. Um, and and I really don't want to see Braden Point do that either, or get into the habit of doing that, uh, ten five ten times a, day, a game. Now, what I want to see is that maybe three or four times a game, maybe two to three times a game. I think that would be that'd be more than enough because if Braden Point could get the opponents, the opposition, the backcheck into the into the the mood or into the state of mind that they have to protect against this almost on any rush, then it'll be easier for the lightning to set up the offense in, in the attacking zone, which they have not been doing enough. I feel like the lightning, what is their greatest weakness can also at some times be the I guess the crutch you could hold you, they could fall onto is that well, we have all this speed, so we're just going to bum rush into the zone. Now I, yes, that does work very well against some of the slower teams, but a team against like Florida who proved tonight many times throughout the game that they could stand up against an attack like that. The lightning really, I felt needed to to change things up. Uh, I, I felt like they need getting, being on the attack for, I want to say, you know, after entering the zone for three, four seconds, taking a shot and then getting back. Uh, on defense, that's not a good recipe. You know, you need to get into the zone, dump and run, set up the offense, swing it out to the blue lines, and look for the open guy for the open shot, whether it's throw it through traffic on net, maybe for a reflection or get the chance, a good scoring chance for the rebound, or, you know, for set it up for the one timer. We saw one play tonight that I, you know, it didn't result in a goal, of course, but I like the idea of it was later on in the game. Uh, I believe the Lightning were on the pl- on the power play. I think it would it actually was on the power play that led to the second point uh, power play goal. I might be mistaken as to the exact time, but there was a there was a moment in which Victor Hedman set up in the circle wide. Yes, you know from the angle he was at, it wasn't a good angle. But we saw in, in the Nashville game where Anthony Sorelli scored two goals from an odd angle where. Uh, you know, just if you throw the puck towards the net, I mean, we've said it thousands of hundreds of thousands of times on the show that, you know, as long as you're putting puck on net and giving yourself a chance to jam it back in or surprise the goalie, anything could happen. But I you know, I, I would like to see that more as well. I, that's an interesting look to give the opposing team is having Victor Hedman take a one timer from the from the circle. Obviously that's not something you want to get into the habit of doing every time you set up in the zone. Uh, I, I would like at least, if we're going to involve the defensemen, which they have been doing, and we spoke about it extensively, is that I would like to see them involve the defensemen uh, on the rush, at least them have go down, have them go down into the, into the low slot that way. You know, keep them down the middle uh, so at least they open things up for the wings uh, to do a lot more with the puck and have a lot more opportunities and put themselves in better uh, position. To score, so that's just something to think about. That's something to look for uh, in the upcoming games. Um, like I've stated, uh you know, uh, the Stamkos injury. I'm not going to read too much into it. I, I just think that they're just they're just trying to, you know, they they don't want to take any chances. This guy's been through a good amount of injuries, as we all know, and you know, it would it would not bode well for this team if if, you know, they were to push them too early on in the season with something that could potentially turn into a season-long thing. So I think it's a smart decision. I I don't think that this loss to Florida is going to make or break the season, of course. But, you know, it's just one of those nights where you're going to have to tip your cap to the team who pleasantly surprised the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I think the Lightning are going to remember that going into their Saturday game against Florida. Uh, So expect a, a definite better effort out there I think the Lightning did have a good effort out there tonight but I think that they will even go out there um, guns a the first couple of seconds of the game first couple of minutes actually I would like to see them do that as well uh, maybe as my last point to turn on is that yeah the Lightning I really think that they need to get a better start I think spending the first five minutes of the game getting into a groove really I mean, we've seen it. It, It's, it does work depending on against the team, you know, you can't afford to do that, but really you can't spend five minutes uh, of the game acting like you really haven't, uh, been on the ice, whether it's practice or, you know, you're just starting to get in the groove of the season. I mean, we are in the second month of the season. Yes. They don't have practice as often as you know, you would like, but at the same time, I mean, when you're playing games as frequent as, you know, the lightning are, I I think that really need to get a, off the better starts, and definitely trying to jump on teams early on is the best uh, strategy to go on out there without leaving yourself open for for rushes and turnovers in the neutral zone and all that. So, um, like I said, you know, uh, if I had a but if I had to grade this loss, um, I, I think you know I would give I would give it a B just because I feel like on any other night with Steven Stamkos out there, I, I think this team I think the Lightning win this game. Uh, even with how the Panthers played. And, you know, before uh, we, we talk about one of our other sponsors, I just want to give a shout-out to Carter Verhage. He has been playing incredible this year. He had a two-goal night uh, last week. He's through 10 games this year, uh, six goals, nine points. I, I mean, this shows, you know, how talented this guy was when, when he was with the Lightning. And it, it, it was unfortunate to see him go. Uh, but at least he stayed in Florida. You know he does love the state, and it was just a, it was just an unfortunate situation where the Lightning couldn't resign him because of money, and uh, at the same time, you know his limited play with this team last year had to do in part because of just the team was just so deep. But you know it, it's always nice to see a guy who played on on the Lightning, uh, go off and do well, even if he's going to be your division rival and you're going to curse his name at certain points. But, I mean, he is—he has really grown and matured uh, immensely since last season, and and I think a huge part of that, not just Carter Verhage in general, but the Florida Panthers, uh, I think the one key factor is really the Joel Quinville era is officially here. And that, you know, I w- that shouldn't worry Lightning fans, but they should definitely... Keep an eye going forward on on, floor, on the Florida Panthers. You know, maybe watch some games, especially when, when the Lightning are not playing. So let's talk about another one of today's sponsors, and that is BetOnline.ag, the exclusive betting partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college football, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you could imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and is free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget when you sign up to, in order to get that free uh, welcome bonus – use the promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on all caps to get that fifty percent welcome bonus at BetOnlineAG All right, just to end the show here, uh like I stated before, you know I I, I think Lightning fans is yeah, you, you wanted to get the points tonight. You know, now you're only your your lead in the division is only down is down to one. And yes, the the Light the, the Florida Panthers showed you a lot tonight. Uh, they really showed, um, you know, that they are they are a very good hockey team, and that they're legit. But I wouldn't worry too much. Yes, y- you want to see, you want to see the Lightning extend that winning streak as well. You know, the winning streak is snapped, but you know what? Saturday is going to be a, a a a good good time to start a new one. You know, that's the thing. That's the grain of salt you can look at it. And you know, I, hopefully, I would like hopefully I would like to see Steven Stamkos on the ice for that one. But, um, yeah, if they don't bring him back, expect him probably the latest back um, Monday unless we hear something uh, that maybe something is wrong uh, that we didn't really originally realize with his injury. But, uh, yeah, we'll, I will, as always, keep you updated on that. So, once again, follow us on Instagram uh, and Twitter and also Uh, Follow, you know, this podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. So when you subscribe to this podcast, make sure to turn those notifications on so you are up to date and aware as soon as the newest episodes drop. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.